Good morning. I am Apostle William B. Corrector, presiding prelate of Discovered Being Ministry Incorporated. I'd like to welcome you to today's podcast where we will endeavor to expound upon the subject, What is Fellowship with God? Let us go to the throne of grace, Heavenly Father, from whom all blessings flow. As we come today, Lord God, we realize that all good and perfect gifts come from above, from the Father of light, in whom there is no vapidness, vapidness, nor shadow of turning. And Father, as we come today in Jesus' name, we bind the works of Satan, the works of the flesh, every principality, every power, every ruler of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. We bind it in Jesus' name. We ask you, Lord God, that you will continue to bless your people through your word. Father, And we thank you for the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. Now, Father, we ask that you would bless your people as their hearts are open to receive your word through today's podcast. For we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. What is fellowship with God? The Greek word translated fellowship in the New Testament is konana, meaning partnership, sharing in common or communion. And the essence of partnership is agreement or unity of purpose. Fellowship with God is its most basic, basic agreement with him in all things. The New Testament assures believers of this partnership. Not only do we fellowship with God, the Father, but we also have fellowship with the Son and His Holy Spirit, referenced in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, and 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, and 1 John chapter 1, verse 3. To have fellowship with others, there must be a oneness of heart, something that links two people together. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Referenced in Amos chapter 3, verse 3. At the very heart of fellowship, there must be like-mindedness. The two in fellowship must have like wishes and like desires, which is why Apostle Paul exhorts believers to not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Referenced in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Believers have to have true fellowship with one another because of the Holy Spirit who indwells all believers. Referenced in John chapter 14, verse 17. Through the Spirit, we have true fellowship, unlike any relationship we can have with those who do not know Christ. Fellowship with God is only possible through the blood of Christ. Before we are saved, we are enmity with God, referenced in Colossians chapter 1, verse 21. But Jesus reconciled us to God through his death on the cross, referenced in Romans chapter 5, verse 10. When we repent our sins and trust in Christ, the result is that now we live in fellowship with 
the true God because we live in fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God and he is eternal life, referenced in 1 John chapter 5, verse 20. It is important to know that fellowship with God comes exclusively through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only way to the Father, referenced in John chapter 14, verse 6. Yet throughout the ages, man has attempted to devise other paths to God through false religions or to live in such a way as to merit his approval. We cannot have fellowship with God if we reject his son, referenced in 1 John chapter 5, verse 10 and 11. Dispute his foreordained plan of salvation or attempt to find another path to his presence. Scripture identifies some things that are at odds with true fellowship with God. The mind governed by the flesh that does not submit to God's law, referenced in Romans chapter 8, verse 7, and the friendship with the world, referenced in James chapter 4, verse 4. God is light, and light cannot have fellowship with darkness. I think I need to say that again to some of us. God is light, and light cannot have fellowship with darkness. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. I got to say that again. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Christ through his son purifies us from all sin. Reference in 1 John chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. Those in fellowship with God are trusting in Christ. Their sins are forgiven. They are filled with the Spirit. They believe that in all things God deserves to be glorified. They spend time in the Bible reading and prayer and a pursuit of spiritual wisdom and insight so that they might grow and their knowledge of God in their knowledge of God. Referenced in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. God's word, the Bible, is all that we need to fellowship with him. We glorify him by submitting to his will and obeying the commandments contained in his word. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord is love. Love is with those who fear him. Psalms chapter 103 verse 17 references this. Many made me we enjoy the harmony contentment and joy of fellowship God has provided us with. We may follow the example of Enoch, a man who throughout his long life has known for his walking in close fellowship with God. Referenced in Genesis chapter 5 verse 24. Sisters and brothers in Christ, I come to you today using the word fellowship. We fellowship with a lot of things. 
We have our sororities. We have our political persuasions. We have our family ties. We have a lot of things that we think we are in fellowship with and we are not because flesh and blood cannot contain what God has to offer. There has to be a spiritual fellowship with God Almighty. To be in fellowship with God, you do obey the commandments. We know that the Ten Commandments is in Christ and that grace and mercy has been established so that we can keep the commandments because if you love God and you are in his word, you don't steal. If you love God and you are in his commandments, you don't kill, etc., etc. But however, we are losing fellowship because we are leaning towards those things that are pleasing to the flesh, that is not convicting to the soul. We need to continue to stay in fellowship with God through his holy word and believe that it is real and believe that God suffered on the cross that we might be redeemed and that by his stripes we are healed. We must believe that without faith in that every faith in the blood and the purpose of God through the crucifixion of Christ we are not in fellowship with him. We church doors and membership on the church roads does not put you in fellowship with God. What puts you in fellowship with God is his spirit. And if you have the spirit of God in you, you have love in you. Not love sometimes, as we say in Gape, uh, I mean, in, uh, excuse me, Eros, or Philip, uh, Philio. But agape, that love in spite of. We may not like what our neighbors do to us. We may not like what our family says about us. But nevertheless, we know to love them in the image and likeness that God has created them in and dispel what they do and pray for that, that God will enlighten their mind to let them know. <clears throat> in order to serve God, you got to serve man. In order to love God, you got to love your fellow man as well. So today, sisters and brothers, I want to just let you know that you cannot continue to abide in flesh and fleshly thoughts and have the mind of Christ. You've got to dispel one and keep the other. It's like you said, two men, a man cannot serve two masters. He either hate one, love the other, despise one, and reject the other. One of the things is this. We must reject Satan and his advances. The modernistic society now, they go everywhere but to God. They, they want to change the Bible and its meanings. They want to use humanistic ways to, to try to expound on God's word. God's word doesn't need no addition to it. The Holy Spirit will give you the understanding of his word. <clears throat> we don't need someone to try to justify what God has said in his word. Man cannot, man cannot lead you unto salvation. The Holy Spirit has to lead you into salvation through the study of the word and your faith. When you exercise your faith in Christ, it will bring forth the fellowship that you need to have the power to become the sons of God, that you may have power over all the power of the enemy. The enemy has power. The Bible says so. 
but we can overcome him because Christ has overcome him. And we know that his time is short. When you look at the signs of the times that you see the things that are going on in our society and throughout the world in every hamlet, every country, every nation, we know that the word in the books of Daniel and Revelation is at hand. Not only those books, but all those that Paul wrote, uh, epistles that Paul wrote to the churches, which we are the church 101 now. Not congregation does not make a church. The church is in you. And the church is made of many members. And they are supplied by what each member brings to the church. And the church is the body of Christ. May God bless you. May he smile upon you. And may he give you peace as you travel throughout the land and country today.